It's a privilege to be with you this morning. I want to give you warm greetings from the saints at Lake Brant Reformed Church in Greensboro, North Carolina. And I'm so thankful and grateful for your pastor and elders that have invited me to come to preach the word, but also to administer holy baptism to one child of your covenant and my grandchild. As we contemplate this wonderful act, this beautiful sacrament of Lord's baptism to our children, it's good to receive some instruction in it so that we might know how to properly think of baptism and for the parents before they make their vows. The scriptures of the Old and New Testament is one Bible. And there are two testaments, yet one people of God, one family of God. And this is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the reason of the church, one church spanning both covenants, is really the strongest reasons why we at Redeemer Church baptize our infants. We don't do it because of some hangover from Roman Catholicism or because of sentimentality. We do it because the Bible talks about the church, one church, spanning both the Old and New Testaments. The truth that there is one church spanning both the Old Testaments can be argued in a number of ways. The Apostle Paul speaks in his letter to the church in Galatia. He says that the New Testament believers are children of Abraham. If we belong to Christ, Paul says, then we are Abram's seed, Galatians 3.29. To put it simply, then, the church is a family, and we have one common ancestor, whether we are of the Jews or of the Gentiles, and his name is Abraham. Abraham, the father of all the faithful. The question then is this, what was the status of Old Testament children? If the Old Testament believers had children, what relationship did those children have to the church? Well, it's abundantly clear that children were members of the nation of Israel, members of the Old Testament church. Already in Genesis 17, God included them as among the people. We know that they weren't separate from God because, or God's people, because of the instructions that God gave to Abraham concerning circumcision. All males of the Old Testament church were to be circumcised on the eighth day. If there was any Israelite child who was not circumcised, that child would have been cut off from the people of God. But you see the point. By virtue of being born into this Israelite home, children belonged to God's people. And if they didn't go on from that point, being born in that Israeli home, if they didn't go on to be circumcised, then God said they would be cut off. They would be removed from the people of God, the church of the old covenant. Now here's the point. 
You can't cut off something that first didn't belong. Since children belong to God by virtue of birth, they receive the sign of belonging. Belonging, which in the Old Testament was circumcision, and with circumcision, God is reaffirming, reaffirming rather to his people the promises of the gospel, that he will be a God to them and that they will be his, that he will be a God to our children. Now, what happens to children in the New Covenant, in the New Testament church? Well, we would all agree that the blessings in the New Testament church, because, as we have heard in our call to worship, because of the Spirit being poured out upon the church, there are greater blessings. Now, if the children in the Old Covenant were included in the church, then would the children in the New Covenant be excluded from the church? Well, the most obvious answer is no, of course not. They are included as well. They, as the Apostle Paul says, numerous times and different occasions, they are part of the church. And they are set apart from the world. They belong, they are claimed by God to be his. In 1 Corinthians 7.14, he speaks of them as holy. That means set apart, sanctified for God. In the letters to the churches, children are addressed as members of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 6, 1 and 2. Households are baptized, Acts 16.31. And Jesus took infants into his arms and blessed them. That is covenantal blessing. Blessing only comes as part of covenant. And so Christ blessed them. If the parents are believers and belong to God's people, by God's covenant grace, their children do as well. That's our covenant God. It's how gracious, how merciful he is to us and to our children. And so children receive the sign of belonging. In the Old Testament, it was the sign of circumcision. In the New Testament, it is baptism. Baptism both for children and new adult believers. In the New Testament, the sign of belonging is given to those then both to adult believers, those who have come to faith later in life, and to children. And that is why we baptize children. They are a part of God's church. Now, belonging to God's church is a great privilege. Within the combines of the church are the blessings of God, all the ordinances of grace. There's the preaching of the gospel. The gospel promises of God to his people. And so throughout the scriptures then, both in the old and the new, God calls us not to spurn the gospel promises, but rather to believe them. For to have them and not to believe them is worse than not to have them and not believe them. And so as the people of God then, we do well to reaffirm in our own hearts a love for God and for his worship 
and for his service as we see this covenant baptism so wonderfully displayed before us. And be encouraged then that as you see the promises of God, all of God's promises come down upon this little child, be encouraged that every spiritual blessing is yours in Christ Jesus and that it ought to encourage you again to put your trust in Christ alone, the one who is our Savior and the one in whom all the promises of the gospel, both old and new, point to and find their blessing, Christ himself. Greg and Corey and your children, could you come up for baptism? Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we do thank you for Madeline. We thank you for the blessings that you have bestowed upon us as family and as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We praise you for her. We also thank you that you have not left us separate from Christ and foreigners to the covenant of promise without hope and without God in this world. We ask you, our faithful covenant Lord, that you would join the inward baptism of your spirit with the outward baptism of water, that little Madeline would be granted the gift of your Holy Spirit, that her heart would be renewed and regenerated, that she would grow up never knowing a day apart from Christ, that like John, she would be filled with the Holy Spirit from the womb, and like David, trusting God while still an infant child. We pray this in the name of Christ. Amen. Greg and Corey, as you present your little daughter for baptism, as members of the church here, we ask you to a couple questions. First, do you acknowledge that your child is born in sin and in need of the cleansing blood of Jesus Christ and the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Do you now covenant and promise and humble reliance on the grace of God to bring up your child in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, to love the Lord our God with heart and soul and strength, to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ with a true and unreserved heart, to live in constant dependence upon the power and grace of the Holy Spirit, and in every way to walk humbly and faithfully with our God. We're a covenant community, and so we have questions for you, members here at Redeemer ARP, and you can answer by saying, we do. Do you, the members of Redeemer Presbyterian Church promise before God to assist Madeline and her parents in their Christian nurture by godly example, prayer, and encouragement in our most precious faith. Well, we'll proceed now to the baptism.
What is her Christian name? Before all the hosts of heaven and of hell, before all the angels gathered in this place, before you, the members of this congregation and our covenant Savior, who is present here by his Spirit, I baptize you, Madeline Page Van Eyck, into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.